The views and ideas expressed in this program are views expressly of the people sharing them and not of the anchor or of that of this broadcaster. All persons, juristic or natural, are to be held responsible for their own representations offered on this program by their agents and not this corporation. Any and all consumption of our conversational substance is entirely at your own discretion. Please be advised that this program airs subject matter that has the potential to destabilize and challenge your intellectual equilibrium. If you are excitable, profound caution when consuming our subject matter is advised. Participation in this program is a voluntary enterprise and as such is expected to be considered and deliberated on. Kindly note that, just as the anchor is, all participants, guests and callers are encouraged to engage in this our freedom of expression and any of our civil liberties responsibly. Eighteen minutes now before nine, we move over to our next conversation tonight. We have a book, Swami Parantapa, My Guru and I. Swami's joining us on the line, talking to us. <laughs> I found this text rather very interesting, to say the least. And um, if only we could have an hour to talk to you, perhaps if my producer could agree to us having you for an hour and a number of conversations which you have touched on. Swami, good evening to you. Welcome and thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us. Good evening and thank you so much for having me. My guru and I. Why? It seems as though you are talking more about your experiences more than uh, Hinduism and the spiritual uh, aspect of it. I could be wrong. Tell me what the book My Guru and I is all about. Well, there are many books written about Hinduism and many books written about um, the topics that you just touched on. But My Guru and I is about the context, the context of the concept of the Guru and the transformation that comes as a result of that. A huge transformation of that. Let's go back a bit. Tell me who you are and how you became a Swami. Okay, so I was born in a small town called Coxad in the south of KwaZulu-Natal. Um, and when I was about six years old, I had an experience that left me with a yearning for God, for the divine. And this grew and grew and grew until I entered my early 20s. And I, I studied various um, healing disciplines in the quest to connect to that inner awareness, uh, but didn't find, didn't find the connection. Many things shifted, moved, changed. But this was not established, this connection wasn't established until the appearance of my guru in my life. Tell me, um, for first, before we even go on, just give us a bit about your identity, your individual identity, your parents, and what you identify as from your childhood to you moving into high school and how you got introduced to the vastly Indian communities and all and, and all that. Okay. So my experience at six was not one contained or wasn't like, for example, there were many people in my life and there was no um, possibility or reference for what had happened to me 
I couldn't find. I couldn't find a reference for the experience that I had until I was 16. So at 16, I read um, a book by Swami Shivananda describing the sound Om. So A-U-M, Om. And so growing up in a community that was predominantly um, Afrikaans, Afrikaans is my mother tongue, and then having no knowledge of anything to do with Sanskrit, with Indians, with none of those things were there. But that sound, having heard that sound inside of me at six, was there. And so when I then learned what this experience was, that it's an experience called Nidrikalpa Samadhi. So it has various symptoms. Um, and in Nidrikalpa Samadhi, the um, body of the person appears lifeless. And in the experience, there is this sound, an inward sound, and that sound Om. So learning that for the first time at 16 was like, a revelation, but then not having any possibility. Like, again, there was no possibility for books to read, no possibility, even though they were they were there, they were around. I mean, there were so many uh, uh, people, especially since I then grew up uh, from the age of about nine um, in a predominantly Indian community, but as Christian, so my identity was that, was that and I searched intensively for the sense of connection, for the sense of... Um, and I found incredible knowledge, incredible understanding, but not what I, was, what I was looking for. And so this was always the reference, the back reference. And so when I met him at 26, it was like all the pieces came together. Mm, mm. <laughs> um, especially when he walked to you as you were sitting and you felt i'm I'm curious uh, what exactly did you feel when he was walking to you and you say in your book you felt you knew he was coming to you in a crowd of people he came directly yeah. to what made you think he's coming to you because you were not the only one there no i wasn't the only one there but what? i recognized him. yeah it's not written that i felt he was coming to me i re- opened my eyes and i recognized him because remember, he was three hours late yeah. for this event. It was his first public event in South Africa. Right, right. And so we were all waiting in that, in that room, about 600 people. Mm-hmm. I was not the only one. But then when he, when he came onto the stage, because it was a small stage in the front of the room, um, like a demonstration stage in a yoga studio, and... And when I opened my eyes, he was standing on the stage. And then I thought immediately, oh my God, I know this face. Mm-hmm. I know this form. And then I had to go back in my mind, like, but from where? Because in the advert for his event, there was no picture. Right. There was no picture. He's not even, his name was there. It just said a young saint from... Mauritius, and it was an email sent by a person who had done a workshop, right. in a rebirthing workshop, 
And so she was informing her network. And one of the people in the network was house-sitting the center I was working at with me and read that out to me. And I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. Yeah. I'd like to go to that. And so where is it going to be? And Around the corner from, from where, where we were standing. Yeah, yeah. It was like one block away by walking. And so the, this was two weeks before. The email came two weeks before the event. Right. So then when the event came, it was in the wintertime, I walked to the, to the venue and we just waited. Yeah. And then he appeared and I was like, yo, I'm done. Yes. <laughs> what is going on? Yes. What is going on? How is this recognition? And then I remembered, I remembered that I had dreamt about him every night for those two weeks. Yeah. But because I didn't have a reference. I mean, there was no picture as a reference. There was not even a name as a reference. But there was this continuous conversation going on. And now there he is standing. Yeah. Forgive me for and rushing now, you, Swami. I need you to move to talk to me about what happened in, during the, the, the Brahmachi initiation. Just just talk us through that process and, and your experience in the process. Okay, cool. So, okay, now he's in my life. Mm -hmm. And young Pusha, I was pushing. Mm -hmm. I was pushing for a real connection. Because, I mean, I was not satisfied just that this, he's there and I'm here and, and then what? then it's, it's just another person. Yeah. So I understood that there's something more. And this, this was not at all simple or easy. Or, but to know, to know that I was thirsty for having that experience of connection with God. Right, I was right, right. And I could see, I could understand, he can distribute this. Right? And I understood also that then it's going to be on his terms. <laughs> it's not going to be on my terms. Yeah. Because Akiz, he has arrived. I am not arriving. And so anyway, I heard then that that year he was initiating brahmacharis. But a brahmacharis, mm. brahmacharya means somebody who is looking for God. Right. So then you enter, you enter, it's an initiatory path. And so you are entering into like literally the shelter or the, or the auspice of protection and guidance from somebody. Mm -hmm. So he then becomes responsible for what it is that is going to be your portion. Right. Right. He becomes responsible. And so he ascertains what it is that, that's possible, right, within the framework right. of, of course, your, your self-improvement, your self-analysis. Your... So anyway, this is a hectic time. So it happens in Mauritius just before Shivaratri, in March. Yeah. So um, he, comes to, he comes to me, I'm sitting in, uh, there was a small temple for Shivaratri, and he asked me, um, are you happy to be here? That yeah. was first conversation. Then second conversation is not a request, it's an instruction. Because I knew going to Mauritius, I will, I will, I will commit to taking brahmachari vows. Mm. I just wasn't sure when it's going to happen. So then he looks at me and he says, okay, um, you will become brahmachari, he says to me. Mm. The ceremony is next week. <laughs> so it doesn't usually work like that. 
Okay. Usually you have time, you work it out in your mind, you inform whoever you have to inform. But now it, the situation is like this. Okay. Let, 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 one, one last question, and then perhaps we'll conclude our conversation on this note. When, when in 2008, um, you, yeah. you go to Mumbai, yes. at that stage, had you yeah. had your own personal encounters to believe outside the Guruji? Have you yeah. had your own personal experiences to know that you now are walking in the presence, in the power? Yes. Many, 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 Bhutti, many. So before this time, before meeting him, I had already dedicated 10 years, more than almost 10 years at the right, time, right. almost 10 years of my life to studying healing, like I said to you. And like that, all handheld forms of healing. So from the time of, um, by by the time I met him, so I started studying healing right. when I was 19, going to 20. So, so 20, 26, 27, 28, so eight years had already passed mm. in studying healing. So I had already understood the connection between mind, body, emotions, how we create disease, what the story is. I'd already figured out yeah. the set of stuff. And as a result of, of this and being able to assist others in the same, like to say, okay, we are looking at what is happening to you as a person. Yeah. Everything is connected, right? The way that your emotional state, what you're believing, what you think about yourself, what you think about the world, all these are connected and they create your experience. All right. Allow and me to so read what, Allow me to read what, page 155. I'm running out of time there, Swami. Forgive yeah, me. Yeah. I just need you to ask, answer one last question for me. Uh, I, I really would have loved to have an hour with you. Page I wish one, you have an hour to speak yeah. to <laughs> 155. Page 155, right? And this is the very first paragraph, and we'll start the paragraph at the, in the middle. You, you yeah. say there, we attended several of the classes, listened to some lectures, and Guruji gave a demonstration of dancing and singing the divine name, which attracted yeah, yeah. the attention of many of the and festival goers. It certainly was not conventional yoga. No. He explained the concept of love, dancing, and singing the name of God. We watched, participated, and enjoyed. The next day, Guruji said to me, I would like to take a dip in the Ganges. Will you please come with me? Of course, I left elated to be with him, and we walked to the Ganges. I'm curious, when he was explaining this, it, it, it suggests to me that you did not know all of this. Uh, you were also as elated to learn this late after your experiences. Kindly clarify, was this your first time understanding what he was explaining which is supposed to be years down the line? No, it wasn't the first time. Because these are, this is all bhakti yoga, right? It's right. all devotional. Right, right. And it's not dancing in the way that we think, you know, it's not like nightclub dancing. Right, right, right. <laughs> it is that movement that comes naturally in the presence of sacred music. Right, right. right. Um, and so it wasn't the first time. But it was the first time to experience something. Because, I mean, this is a yoga festival, right? It's a huge deal. Right. And every yoga person that you can imagine is there with their students. All right, all right. And you can think, you know, okay, which kind of demonstration is going to come now? Yeah. And he chooses this, the yoga of devotion. Yeah. Right? He chooses this movement. He chooses this singing. And everybody's so attracted. I mean, I was watching. 
people coming from everywhere. In the beginning, the room was like half full. Mm. At the end, there were people go pouring out of the room. There wasn't enough to fit. All right. Let's, let's leave it right there, Swami. My time is totally up there. Is your book available for people to read it? Yes, it's available. It's being launched, actually. The first book launch takes place at the Mall of the South um, in, 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 in Joburg South right. on Saturday at 12. Which, which, what date are you talking about? The 24th? Yes, okay. the 24th. Yeah. And it starts at 12 and runs till 2.30. All right. And everybody's welcome. And those who would like to buy the book because they are not based in Johannesburg, where do they find the book? Okay, the book is available in several places. So I, I ran into it yesterday when I was flying back from Durban at the airport. So it's available at all the major airports, international and domestic airports. Um, exclusive books. Exclusive it's books. available at most exclusive book shops. All right. In Johannesburg. Got it. Got it. And it's available online. Lovely. The book is titled "My Guru and I," written by Swami Paranthapa. It is uh, uh, an interesting read, especially for people who are still learning what Hinduism and all of these things that are very new to the South African ethos and spirituality. It is something that you'd want to read. Looking forward to reading it um, with you there and explaining much of the things. Thank you very much, Swami. Appreciate your time. Thank Have you. a good Thank evening. All right, my time is entirely up. I just, uh, I, I, I don't. All right, I'm going to read one text message, um, uh, perhaps play a voice note. <laughs> okay, play a voice note. My time is up. I really can't play all the voice notes I see there. Go ahead, uh, 